Hi, I'm Alexandra Dawson, Community Development Officer here at LA LISC, and thank you for tuning in to our second season of the Changemakers LA podcast. Changemakers LA is the podcast series of LA LISC. It is a tribute to the people and the policies that work to make LA neighborhoods good places to live, work, and play. This season, we continue our forum for contemporary changemakers and LISC partners to share how they tackle the pressing issues of affordable housing, economic development, transportation, and safety in a time of growing prosperity and growing inequity in LA. In this episode, we will be speaking with an alum from our Housing Development Training Institute, or as we like to call it around here, HDTI. Since 1988, the California Local Initiative Support Corporation offices has sponsored numerous HDTIs, over 400 people representing 100 community development organizations throughout California are graduates. LISC launched HDTI in response to an unmet educational need for a comprehensive program to develop the skills of the staff of community development corporations. I could go on and on about the benefits of the HDTI program, but today we have someone who can attest to its value firsthand. Okay, so let me introduce you to our guest. Daniel Huynh is the Vice President of Real Estate at LA Family Housing. Daniel, thanks so much for being here. Thank you. So, Daniel, um, what made you decide to pursue a career in affordable housing development? I've always had an interest in construction state. Um, you know, I, when I was really young, just hung out with my dad around the house and uh, um, worked on remodeling projects. Um, that was part of it. But I think what mostly um, what is equally as uh, um important or uh, influential was just my lived experience. Um, my parents were uh, boat people, uh, refugees, and um, they had um, my twin brother and I in the States. And we've always been very um, uh, housing insecure mm-hmm. for a while, for a long time. Um, and it didn't, you know, it, it, it did not also help when um, my parents had uh, worked towards um um, bringing, um, uh, you know, my uncles and aunties and their families to the States. And uh, I just remember as a little kid where uh, in a two-bedroom home, we would always, it would be almost a revolving door of families that, you know, moved in with us and then moved out. Uh-huh. And so, um, you know, that has always made me feel about the importance of housing and what, um, you know, a, st- a stable home does uh with people um we had a um a very loving family uh and that's something that i i'm really proud of um you know but it it also came at you know being able to homework uh um needing some peace and quiet Mm -hmm. and kind of um and and all the kind of issues of um of housing um became really relevant to me um especially when i uh, started uh, going to um, UCLA for under under undergrad and kind of trying to figure out my my path forward. Um, I found that there were um, even in my studies we covered a lot about um, uh, human rights and civil rights and social justice issues and 
that got me extremely involved in in working on specific camp social justice campaigns on campus and off campus and um, now we're here that's great thanks for sharing your story it's always um, really important to hear the background of, of the folks in our industry and where they come from because I think everyone has not a similar story but there's some reason why folks in our industry are in our industry so um, thanks for sharing that oh yeah for sure and have you you know when you went to school and you were deciding on what you wanted to do with your life did you always kind of know that it was housing or affordable housing that you wanted to get into or what what was your career path and uh, what led you to where you are today sure um you know i i've always been interested in just housing in general my uh, degree at UCLA, undergraduate degree was economics. Um, and so I felt like I always was interested in kind of understanding, uh, you know, policies and, um, you know, how markets work. Um, but what it, what it really came down to was uh, I took an Asian American studies class and we studied um, evictions and we studied uh, uh, just um, with urban renewal, what happened to specific communities like Chinatown mm-hmm. in San Francisco or even the Chinatown in Los Angeles. Um, so those are things that, you know, got me kind of moving in this direction of housing justice and really believing that, um, you know, housing is a human right, that, uh, you know, individuals should be able to live in, in dignity. Um, I believe that, you know, housing is a vaccine for a lot of the issues uh, that um, that we have societal ills. Um, I I started my work as a uh, as an intern for um, Assemblymember Judy Chu, um, in which I was working on a lot of different um, uh, working with different constituents and uh, connecting them with housing or working on other issues um, that they may have. Um, you know, now Congress. Uh, now, Assemblymember Judy Chu is now a Congress member, so I'm very happy with her political mm-hmm. path. Um, I, in turn, um, transitioned over to a nonprofit called Chinatown Service Center, um, and I did a lot of uh, youth organizing and um, did that for about a year and a half. Um, that wasn't necessarily housing, it, you know, housing, mm-hmm. but that gave me a better understanding of, um, you know, uh, society and community and addressing community needs um, through work, uh, workforce um, uh, kind of uh, employment training to uh, translation services and uh, helping people just um, essentially access very essential uh, uh, services um, in order to kind of better their mm-hmm. lives. Um, and then slowly, I had transitioned to um, East LA Community Corporation, uh, which is a, um, a nonprofit based in Ball Heights that does a lot of work um, that coupled uh, community organizing um, as well as community wealth with affordable housing. Um, I started off as an intern and then I ended up kind of, you know, making my way through and learning about low-income housing tax credits and um, underwriting and putting performance together as well as overseeing construction. And that's when it, it became pretty apparent that this is kind of my path forward, um, which is to help to address the affordable housing crisis in Los Angeles. 
And, and oh, yeah. sorry to cut you off. Were you going to say more? Oh, no. I mean, I, I didn't know. I, I ended up working for a community friends um, and abode communities. And now I am here at LA Family Housing. That's great. And so where were you in, in kind of that career tra- trajectory when you decided to enroll in HDTI and what made you decide to enroll in it? I've always found it really special uh, when you would see all these pictures from HDTI um, or LISC HDTI of this cohort of um, special individuals in the housing uh, world, nonprofit housing world um, uh, across California. And, um, And I always thought to myself, well, it'd be so great to be part of a cohort that would go through a, a three-week uh, training program uh, and really sharpen my skill set, uh, being able to uh, learn a little bit more about, um, uh, be better trained in being a project manager. Um, so at that moment, my, my boss had shared with me this program and, um, you know, th- thank goodness my nonprofit was willing to, you know, pay the, the small f- and also introduced the opportunity to me, and I filled out the application and um, and took part in the whole process. Um, and so I think given my good um, 11 years of, of um, doing work in affordable housing, I would say that um, HDTI was the cornerstone of, of um, allowed for me to gain the skill set, gain the skill set to be able to um, do the work, do the work that I currently do. And how do you feel that um, HDTI helped you in your career in terms of advancement and opportunities? I think it was um, for, uh, chiefly being able to have a cohort of my own. Mm-hmm. I still talk to a lot of my uh, list HDTI classmates, um, and uh, that has been a really important component of the work where uh, I may, knowing that I'm not alone and being able to d- depend on others for um Kind of uh, issues and being able to to get advice that was um, a really important part of it. The second part of it is um, the curriculum itself is exp- extremely comprehensive. Um, being able to start from you know uh, uh, the beginning of site ac- uh, site acquisition and and working on site feasibility, underwriting the performa. Um, learning how to put applications together, um, as well as understanding contracts with your architect and your consultants and your general contractor um, and uh, overseeing construction, like all of that and converting to PERM. Those those are things that I think um, LISC did really well with the HDI, uh, HDTI training and being able to bring a lot of different speakers uh, that was real important learning real life kind of experience, um, and having kind of a, a very open and sharing environment mm-hmm. in which, um, you know, the speakers would really give, um, you know, very good advice about how to, how to move your, your deals forward. So I thought, I, I thought all of it was really useful. Daniel, what advice do you have for people who might be interested in getting into the field of affordable housing development or community development? 
um, there's no perfect time to do it. Um, it you know, uh, now is the perfect time, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, don't wait. <laughs> I think, I think, I think uh, the affordable housing crisis is real in Los Angeles and San Francisco and San Diego, all over California. And um, we need more talented people in this field who, who understand um, how to, um, you know, from a policy perspective, uh, from a production standpoint, um, you know, I think, I, I think this field um, needs, needs people who are interested and passionate about the work. Um, and um, there's just so much in terms of opportunities here. Um, so that's, that's my advice. Don't wait, you know, do the, the <laughs> list, list HDTI training, do it, um, you know, apply uh, as soon as you can and talk to different nonprofits and see where you can um, provide value. Um, all, all of us could um, definitely get extra help. Um, and I think um, that, you know, that would be a good starting point. That's great. Well, Daniel, those are all the questions that we had today. Thank you so much for sharing your experience and how um, participating in HDTI and, you know, your career trajectory. Thanks for sharing that with us. Um, We love to hear it. And we're so glad that you were able to further your career with HDTI. And we're glad to have people like you in the industry. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Also, for any of our listeners out there that have been inspired by our guest stories and are interested in a career in affordable housing, please join our email list via the link in the podcast notes so we can help you get started on your journey to being a change maker. Please join the discussion on Twitter at LA underscore LISC, L-I-S-C, hashtag ChangemakersLA. Thank you for listening to LA LISC Changemakers LA podcast. The 2018-2019 LA LISC Housing Development Training Institute, aka HDTI, has been made possible by a generous grant from CIT One West Bank to support the training of the next generation of affordable housing professionals to lead local organizations and make a long-lasting impact on the Southern California community. If you would like to support LA LISC or learn more about our work, please visit us online at www.lisc.org slash Los hyphen Angeles and follow us on Twitter at LA underscore LISC. Production support was provided by Samantha Salmon and the Donias. You can find the rest of the series on SoundCloud or iTunes. Subscribe to LA LISC page to hear more conversations about the people and places that shape Los Angeles.